and welcome to the Don't Judge, Just Love podcast. I'm Chase Willardson. I'm Shannon Willardson. This is Shannon Willardson. You notice that we also have a guest with us today. Our first guest. This is Stacy Willardson, and she is my mother. What? <laughs> Stace, you're our first guest. That's right. Wow, our that's first exciting. guest that we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> um, it's fitting that it would be Chase's mom because she is a human unicorn slash angel slash oh. i don't know guardian all angel godsend yeah. all the all the things. wonder woman yeah. we're obsessed all with her things. and we do not function without her so wow Too we're generous. so excited to have you <laughs> yeah Stace. so we thought it would be really fun for this episode to just ask you a couple of questions and um, get your take on things and it's just a outside but yet inside perspective a little bit about um our family, but before we kind of excuse me, let me let me try that again. We thought it'd be really fun to get all the dirt on Chase. What <laughs> from his mom while she happens to be in town? That's what I'm excited about. Yes, so I'm nice sure try, Chase. We're just no, gonna yeah, get hey, the, hey, that's okay. We just want to dish the dirt. That's okay. <laughs> um, well, we wanted to start off first <laughs> with the question or. Asking you to just kind of tell them first why Stacy's in town, and then so, we'll have her introduce herself. Okay, so Stacy is in town because Ava um, had a UTI that could only be treated by an antibiotic delivered through an IV, and so she was in the hospital. And at the same time, Shannon was waiting to find out whether she was pregnant or not, and so we were. Uh, and Shannon was at the hospital, and then there were I was working. And then nanny. we had we had kid we have kids and our yeah. nannies, out, nanny's of town, out of town. Our yeah. nannies out of town, um, and so She's it was the just the perfect storm. St- and so came she came up to kind of help us and and uh, coordinate a lot of <laughs> logistics that happened in the Willardson household. So thank you, mom. You're welcome. Stacy often comes to the rescue. That's basically what's going on here. She does. <laughs> so introduce yourself a little bit, mom. So who are you? Well, I'm Stacy Willardson, <laughs> Chase's mom, and I have three sons. Chase is the oldest, and he has a brother that's a couple years younger, and then another younger brother that's eight years younger than Chase. And um, I'm retired and enjoying life and doing a lot of fun things. But Where do you live? I live in Utah, moved from California to Utah about a year and a half ago, and I love it in Utah. We're trying to get her to move to Boise. <laughs> she loves it in Utah, though. I do. I really and it's love close. Utah. So. Yeah, and it's not that far. It's only like a five-and-a-half-hour drive. And, um, yeah, I'm just enjoying um, my life and being able to come and see my grandkids and my children and um, just doing some things that I wasn't able to do before when I was working. Now, to your point about working, tell us, tell them what you were doing before you retired, kind of what your professional background is. Okay. I worked as a negotiator. I negotiated contracts for, for management. I worked for the federal government, and these were labor contracts that I negotiated. Um, I had a great job. I really enjoyed it a lot, but I had done it for a while, and when I retired, I retired early, but the timing was good because there were some reasons why I needed to retire early. Yes. Um, she had a really fancy, cool job that has come in handy with uh, 
Stacy is who we call when we need someone to go to bat or we need advice on how to go to bat for ourselves because she is like a fierce negotiator. <laughs> and it's like pretty cool, actually, your professional background. So I just wanted to get that out there. It's very true. <laughs> um, so, Mom, we had a couple of questions that, uh, well, Shannon was curious about some of these. <laughs> Uh, as she said, she Shannon's wanted to dig up. She, she wanted things. to dig up dirt uh. on uh, Chase. <laughs> I don't think it's you don't have to dig that far to to find. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm excited about these questions. All right, I'm gonna give you a a PC one, and then I have a slightly less PC one. Oh my okay. gosh, <laughs> PC is not the right word. We're always PC here, right, Chase? Um, okay, what was it like raising Chase? First question, what was it like raising Chase? Chase was a great kid. He was a very active young boy, involved in a lot of things, a lot of sports, um, very busy, um, but he was a really great son. As he um, grew up and and entered high school, he matured a lot, and um, we saw a lot of wonderful characteristics that he was developing. And I remember... Uh, a leader in our congregation saying to me when he was about 15 years old, he goes, all the girls want to date Chase and all the boys want to <laughs> oh, be like Chase. Yeah. And I sort of giggled when he told me that, but it was true. It really was true. He was just a good, he was a good young man. He really was. I'm going to have to say I believe that, but also like, let's not I don't know. <laughs> Easy on I that. didn't vet that person and said that, <laughs> so I don't know about that. Okay, but answer this. What phase of in what phase of Chase's youth was he the biggest butt? When he was in junior high, he was just a pill. Was he? He was a pill. And he um, we fought a lot. We fought a lot. His Aww. father traveled a lot, so so I was home with the you know the kids a lot, and um, Chase just had an opinion about things, and he didn't always want to listen to me, and I would I would try really hard at the beginning of the day say we're going to get along. I'm not going to get in a fight with Chase, but invariably every day we got in a fight, and it was hard. But he was kind of a brat when he was a, when he was yeah. in, went in middle school. But something changed. One day, I don't know what happened. He just turned a new leaf, or maybe I did. <laughs> but we I were think able, it was me. We, we got along much better after that. Oh, that's good. I think you, uh, you owe your mom for your brat phase. I guess every kid has a brat phase, right? Yes. Um, well, it makes us all feel better to hear that, actually, because if you know Chase, you know it's hard to imagine him having a brat phase. Um, so it's good to know that you're just a normal human. I'm just like everybody else. I mean, I know you have a brat phase because I'm married to you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> jokes, Apparently, jokes, jokes. the brat phase hasn't ended. It's still, continued still in my marriage. Still rears its head yeah. every now and again. I'm just kidding, Eddie. Um, okay, how would you say that Chase is different from your other two boys? Because three boys, mm-hmm. Chase is the oldest. And the favorite. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm going to make sure your brothers he, listen to this episode. He's my favorite so that oldest son. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's how I'll put it. Yes. How is he different? Um, he's probably more outgoing than the other two, um, a little bit more gregarious. You know, he loves to talk to people, can talk to anybody, anywhere. 
the other boys um, are at different levels, but not quite the same as Chase. Um, I would say that Chase is a lot like his dad, um, just very even keel. Um, he cares about people. He wants to do the right thing. Um, he's a good. He's a good guy. He's Thanks, not Mom. perfect, but he's you're he's he's guy. a good he's a good man. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Not only I love you because you're my son, but I love you because you're a good person. That's yeah. true. That's true. Honey, are you loving this episode? This is, this is great. This yeah, is we like should have my mom on every episode. <laughs> Just build up Chase episode. Okay, why don't you ask your mom a question? Um, so my question for you, mom, is what is an embarrassing story uh, about me as I was growing up? Oh, yeah, baby. Let's get into the good stuff. I'm a little nervous about what you're going to say, but <laughs> whatever you share, it's okay. Well, this story you probably don't want me to share, but it's a pretty good story. When you were in middle school, you passed gas a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it just was the thing you did. And you asked me one, one morning before school if I would smell your bottom, you know. And so being the mother that oh my I was, mm. I smelled your bottom, and it did smell so we sprayed your bottom or the back side of your pants yeah. with cologne so that you smelled good. And I think you continued to do that for a while. You make it sound like a while, like, <laughs> like it was like a couple of years um, or something. Excuse I'm me. Sure I think I can confirm that <laughs> Chase still does that. I, I don't ask you to smell my bum. I don't. No, <laughs> I don't smell Chase's bum. Let's don't make it weird. But... <laughs> But uh, when Chase spritzes himself with cologne, it's a little bit like, there's definitely a behind toward the bum area spritz. I do not believe that that is fully true. 100%. I hope this isn't like professionally damaging in any way to you, but it's true. I'm so happy that's the story you told. I've heard this story many times. I was hoping that's... First off, that I fart a lot. I... I mean, are you serious? I think everyone, you know, that maybe not. Do uh, we keep it real on this podcast or not? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try to refute that you fart a lot, honey. Anyways, well, thank you, mom, for, for being a mom. And and it wasn't like I was passing gas when she was down there, right? I no, just, did, no, I wanted to make all. sure I didn't stink. No. You know, and that was, that was the thing. I didn't want him to smell either. So, that's fair. Multiple years later, she stopped. <laughs> just kidding oh my gosh okay okay what else we got um <laughs> okay i have a i yeah. have a question for you stace um what are some changes or differences that you've noticed in chase as he's become an adult as he's aged as he's you know become a dad all of those things how have you seen him evolve well, I, I feel like he's um, a lot more serious, obviously, because he is a father and he's a husband. And, and he, you know, he, when he was at home, he just liked to have fun, and, which is normal. Yeah. So I, I feel like he's a lot more serious and grounded about, you know, things that are going on in his life. Um, I see that he's very loving and kind to his family, to you and to his children. And I love, I love watching him as a dad. And how sweet he is with the girls and with Jack. And that's really <laughs> tender to me. Um, and he's, you know, very, you know, he's just very responsible. Um, and I, I love seeing that too. 
He definitely inherited your sense of duty, I would say. We want to take a second and talk about Family Made, the network. It's the network that makes this podcast and so many others happen. Yes, I'm sure y'all have heard of Sean Johnson, the incredible former Olympic gold medalist, someone I have admired for years, by the way, <laughs> and her husband, Andrew East. But what you may not know about them is that they actually started Family Made as a way to get you excited about family life and connect you with resources that support you along your journey. And if you're loving our show, which we hope you are, <laughs> you need to check out the other shows Family Made Media has on their website. There's shows that touch on just about everything a relationship or family could go through. So you'll find shows that you can relate to. For sure. I could not agree more, Chase. Head over to familymade.com to check out the list. There's shows about literally everything, y'all. Adoption, raising large families, marriage struggles, addiction, special needs, hot topics, family values, inspiring stories, and so much more. There really is something for everyone. So go check out familymade.com to learn more. It's such a good resource no matter what season of family life you're in. One thing that Stace didn't mention, so she comes from a military background, right? Your father was colonel. Um, a colonel, and Stacy is like the, if there was like a model for being a colonel's daughter, <laughs> Stacy <laughs> would <laughs> be it. And it stands out to me particularly because I feel like everything that Stacy's really excellent at are all the things that I'm really, <laughs> really bad at. So she's like my... She's on a pedestal for me oh. big time. But I feel like you do. You have this really amazingly strong sense of duty. Um, one of the most reliable people I've ever encountered because if Stacy says she's going to do something, she does it. And I would say you're the same way. I yeah, do agree with I that. I agree with that. Yeah. Very, very reliable. Very Oil. responsible. Just, yeah, and very driven by just like a sense of like duty. duty and, you know, you just do you do the right thing. Just and also because you care, because you mm -hmm. want to yeah. do it. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, sometimes, I think sometimes we do things out of duty, but sometimes we're really doing it because we want to do it. There's sure. an inner. Yeah, and, sometimes inner and it's both, right? Right, right. We both, right. yeah. Way to go, honey. You're just, <laughs> look at you. Just, <laughs> hey, I had an amazing person to learn from. Oh, gosh. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Um. So I would love to know, Mom, what did you think of Shannon when we first met? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I, I was a know. little bit nervous when Chase called me and said, I think I've met the one, and I want to ask her to marry me. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I have to meet her. I'm <gasps> flying I had out. only been dating her for a month. Well, a month maybe and it was half. a couple months. But yeah, I that's the context. Yes, yep. It all moved very, very quickly. Very quickly. It moved quickly, and I was a little bit nervous because it was happening so fast. And you were out of state. And I was out of state, and I said, wait a minute. I have to come and meet her first. You could not ask her until I meet <laughs> her. Rightfully so. And I have to say that the moment I met her, I knew that Shannon was the one. I just loved her, and I just knew that she was going to compliment Chase so well and that they were going to be a wonderful <coughs> couple and just great parents. She's Thank a great daughter-in-law, too. Thank you. That's true. I'll pay you later. <laughs> it's a funny true. question because <laughs> you kind of have to say nice things when you ask. No, but it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. That is the beautiful thing because I feel like you're one of like my favorite people in the world. We have, we're like besties and it's 
very, it feels like it's not a super common mother and daughter-in-law relationship. That's true. Um, so I feel really fortunate about that. And I think Me also too. what was unique about our relationship is that after school, I think we'd been married for a year and a half. We moved out and to, and we lived with my parents for a little bit as we paid off school loans and mm-hmm. other stuff and other debt. And, um, and we lived them for a little bit. And so we got to, and we, every single weekend night we would, uh, not, uh, we or every single weekend yeah. we'd go on a date with my parents and we'd go out to a restaurant or go and see a movie and you were a date couple, fun. you know, I know and it was so that. fun. It was really fun. It was a really good time. It's funny because, um, yeah, Bruce and Stacy Chase's parents, they, I think they would say things like, do you, if you guys want to go out with your friends, like, you know, feel free. And Chase and I, <laughs> we were, we just didn't really care to hang out with other people besides <laughs> Bruce and Stacy, like for a long time, I mean, truly. And I think sometimes they were almost worried, like, should they be hanging out with <laughs> people their own age? But we would just rather have hung out with them. So, yeah. Well, and we loved it. Every weekend. It was a great opportunity to get to know you, Shannon. Yeah. And that was awesome. Those were really good times. Agreed. Um, I will say about that experience of meeting Stacy for the first time, I was so nervous, which is like, you know, that's to be expected. Um, But part of that, besides just the inherent, you know, the fact that that's inherent in the scenario, but part of that was that Chase talked so much and so highly about his mom truly um I remember on our first date Chase and I's first date um we went to dinner at Chili's holler holler if you love Chili's <laughs> it's a great place love I think chilies. I think actually Taylor my brother that was his first date I don't know if it was Cole and Nicole's oh really I might I don't know that's where he took but I think he took Katie there Oh, funny. As well. So, so all the Willardson boys. It's worked out really Chili. well if you go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> little little tip. Take them to Chili's on the first date. You might just seal the deal. Anyway, <laughs> um, but Chase talked so much about his mom. And I literally remember thinking, like, oh, this is cute. Like, this guy, like, really loves his mom. <laughs> he's talking about her or so much. Or he's just a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a little bit TBD. Or a little bit of, of both. On, I kind <laughs> of on that threshold, but... Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, he did. He talked so much about you. And even before I met Stacy, her son had put her on this pedestal. Like it was clear that that's how he regarded her. So of course, I was very nervous to meet you. Um, but you quickly disarmed those nerves because you're, you are just who you are. Um, and I'm obsessed with you. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Enough cheese. So <laughs> cheesy. Um, but so true. So true. Another question that we had. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. It's coming. Um, this is one. <clears throat> so we're in our later 30s. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Getting closer to our 40s and we're, you know, in, in the middle of raising our families. But one of the questions that uh, we thought about you know, interviewing you was what do you wish that you, so something you know now that you wish you would have known at our age, at our age. That is such a good question. I really am. I really want to know. That's a hard question, but I wish I wouldn't have worried about absolutely everything because there's so many things that you have no control over. And I spent a lot of time worrying about things I had no control over. And I don't think that's healthy. And 
worried less about like anything in specific like work or well a little bit of everything yeah. you know work situations or things at school with your kids or relationships with other people you know things work out the way they're supposed to and I think sometimes you just worry too much about things that you don't even know if it's ever going to happen so why are you wasting your energy on worrying about it and I did that a lot unfortunately that's good advice no yeah so true I'm really bad about that. It's easy to say that you're not going to do that, but I think it's harder to really put it in force. Right. Totally. For sure. I love that. That's great. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I have a follow-up question to that, but I'm not sure how to articulate it. Okay. Bear with me. But do you feel like, in hindsight, when you look back at being around our age and then where you're at now and everything you've experienced and everything you know now, would you, would you advise anything different to your former self or to like to us at this age in terms of like how to, how to weigh out, like how to prioritize everything going on in your life and kind of how to weigh out like what's the, how do I prioritize work versus church stuff versus family and because it's so easy to obsess mm-hmm. over all of those things and to put so much pressure on yourself to like, you know, fully show up in all of those categories all of the time, which obviously like that's the goal, but it doesn't always feel easy to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know, does that yeah, make I sense? Do, I know what you're saying. And I would say I'm duty bound. That's just yeah. the way I was raised. So if I said I was going to do something, I always did it. But sometimes I wish I would have said, you know what, that's not going to work for me. I'm not going to be able to do that. And I would say that in regards to work-related issues, because I did work, also church-related responsibilities. Sometimes I was in leadership positions, and I felt like I always had to be there for everything, although I had other people I could have counted on to do that. I could have delegated, and I didn't do that very well. I, I, if I had to do it over, I would have done it differently delegated, let other people have the opportunity to do some of the things. I didn't need to be at everything. And same with work. I did not always have to commit to everything yeah, and, and make my family absolutely the number one priority. Okay. And it's hard. It's hard to do that because you've got all these conflicting things going on. Yeah. I love that though. That's good to hear from someone like you because I do. Yeah. It's like, you are such a model to me of just like, yeah, just always being the one to show up and to do it. Um, but there's other people that can show yeah, up and do right. it too. You don't always have to be the right. team mom, you know, for the right. sports. You don't always have to be the helper in the classroom, you know. Right. Um, so that's what I would say. Oh, that's such good advice. Thank you. I do it differently. <laughs> that's great. So... Um, I've heard a little bit about this, but I have a specific question for you, Mom, because you've talked about your love for your your grandkids. And um, my question is, is what is your favorite part about being a grandma or our kids, Nana, as they call you? My favorite part is just being a part of their lives. And that means, you know, being at their activities, whether it's a baseball game or it's a, you know, a piano recital or a dance recital just being involved and even just the basic you know day-to-day things too I mean it was wonderful when we lived close by to each other I could take 
Jack to school, and I loved doing that and picking them loved up. Loved that. Um, so I just love, I love being with my grandkids. Yeah. We, uh, we loved that time. We were only five minutes away, and um, we got to see my mom on a regular basis. And during, we were in California during when COVID first started, and so we got to spend a lot quarantine of time together which is quarantine right, together yeah. and spend some time with my mom we were our own little unit yeah, you know we didn't great. see anybody else basically during that time but it was, it was a great. special time but it was so nice that we got you know yeah. we got to see each other yeah it really was yeah that was the best and uh we're always grateful for her to visit like when she visits us or we get to visit with her but we're sad when she leaves but well very way. sad but we'll count the days when we get to see you again um what about um, being a nana to the girls specifically? Because you have how many grandchildren? Have seven and eight in October. That's right. Um, there's just something special about Charlie and Ava, and um, I just love being around them. I just feel uh, they have such a special spirit, and um, they're they're just angels, and I I love being around them. And we that. communicate by giggling and looking at each other's eyes and that sort of thing. And right. they're just the best. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, how, what similarities do you see in Jack to <laughs> Chase, when Chase was Jack's age? What, what are their similarities? So oh, I see. Jack is a carbon copy of chase is he yeah do you feel like that yes like personality too we know physically he is yes i mean he's very outgoing chase was very outgoing you know um chase was very curious same thing with jack you know both very active in sports um you've taught this or he's learned this from you that whenever i would call your name it would be multiple times before you would answer me oh my god jack does the exact (laughs) selective hearing Real annoying. Selective hearing, yeah. yes. Sorry about that. And you never grew out of that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, still working on that one. But I see um, a lot of similarities, you know. And yeah. when I look at his Jack's cute little face, it just reminds me of you when you were a little boy. Stinky turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, what else, honey? Yeah, I don't have other questions. Any other questions? She's your mom. You don't have any other questions? Well, he knows me so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah. Oh, this is another one that I have. So Last question. This is the last Wrap question. Wrap it up and make it good. So, as a family, and, and in a future episode, we'll talk more about this as well, but my dad passed away about six years ago. Almost um, seven. It's almost seven now. Um, with uh, what we've gone through with our girls, we have other family members that have gone through difficult things as well and, and are going through difficult things. Um, I guess, what advice do you have to people that are going through a tough time um, right now or, or if they go through a tough time in the future? Like, what advice would you – because I feel like, and you know, you've gone through some tough times with us and, and also personally, um, you know, with, with losing dad and stuff. But what advice would you give to others that might be – struggling right now or will struggle in the future well without getting too religious i mean i definitely feel like you know if you have a faith that really helps you because it helps you to recognize that there's hope and um 
I think that's important, and I won't go into any more of that. But oh, I also we get into it all the time on oh, here, oh, so <laughs> you're you're good. Um, and then the other part is surround yourself with people that make you feel good. And if there's people in your, you know, the, your friends or family members that bring you down, maybe you just need to take a little bit of a a break from them because when you're going through a tough time, you really have to be surrounded by people that lift you because you need to be lifted during that time. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, Stacy is also a really, really great example of just like the ultimate strength. I, that's one of the biggest things <coughs> I think of when I think of you. It's, I, it's not that you are, so, it's not like toxic strength where it feels like you're masking the fact that you have feelings or emotions about things, you know, like you're real um, but especially like watching you and how you navigated losing Bruce, which is very unexpected. Um, and it was just a really hard year. I think about that often. Um, it was the same year that we discovered that Charlie had her diagnosis. It was just, it was, that was a rough year. It was a hard year. And I think about you often in the context of that year, because not only, like, now as parents, we have grown to understand how, like, when your kids are going through something hard, you might as well be going through it yourself mm-hmm. It's or, or worse. It's like, it is so, it's on you just almost just as much as it's on them because you just want your kids to be okay and you want them to be happy. And then on top of that, you lost your, your main support, you know, your My soulmate, your soulmate. And and you just navigated that so graciously and had so much strength. And you're such an incredible example. And I feel like it's been um, really impactful for Chase and I as we've gone through, you know, the last two years of like our ups and downs with IVF and Ava having the same diagnosis. I mean, it's just set such a powerful example for us of um, how to navigate our own trials and challenges and just freaking amazing. <laughs> well, I've got a great, great kids and family that help, you know, because you're not doing it alone. You've yeah. got to be surrounded by a village that helps you go through those hard times. You absolutely have to. You can't do it alone. For sure. So, Well, thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Thanks this for joining fun. us on this episode of the Don't Judge, Just Love podcast. And sometimes we'll have to have Stace back too, because I know I'm getting ridiculous, but I could go on and on about all your strengths and gifts. I want to have Stace on for another future episode and pick your brain about how to be a productive human, because oh, <laughs> I'm do serious. That all the time. No, Stacy gets more done in a day than I get done in a week. It's pretty wild. So <laughs> we'll have to, <laughs> it is, we'll have to pick your brain about that. But um, yeah, so glad you could join well, us. Well, thank you for inviting Love me. You. It was fun. And uh, as always, Chase, tell them where they can uh, listen to our podcast and follow along. Yeah, Spotify, um, Apple. Um, you can you can also find Shannon Willardson um, at uh, <laughs> Shannon um, or Shannon Willardson on Instagram, um, yeah, and then also that. Willardson yep. Family. Um, we have. Sorry, my son is like throwing stuff against the window. Jack, Jack wants Jack. to say hi. Um, Jack was just. Making, making, uh, making some noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Willardson family um, on um, YouTube. We also have Shannon Willardson on TikTok and Family Made Media. 
Um, you can find us on YouTube or like we said, where you can find all of your podcasts. Yeah, that was a that was that was pretty rough as Jack was throwing something on the window at the window, yeah. and then we also had a person dropping off food, so that was really exciting. All the things. And Hashtag real life. We yes. love it. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining. We'll see you. Thanks next so much. Time. Talk to you later.